We're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's only 100% legal sports betting destination and also your home for great promos. All year round, right now, get $10 when you wager $20 or more on any sport on ProLine or Stadium bets. Light up the scoreboard to win up to $50 on parlay tokens each week now all the way until November 26th. Tokens must be used by December 31st, 2023. Make your picks today and earn your free play tokens and you could win play at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have Ty Doucette. Ty, he's actually been on the podcast before. I think it was about three years ago. Uh, fast forward three years to today. Uh, plays at Rutgers University, NCAA Division One Baseball. Stay humble. Uh, had a great year this year as a freshman. Grew up right here at Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, our own backyard. Ty's that type of guy that, uh, you know, people in the baseball community look up to around here he's represented Canada on the national stage he's a slugger he's also more importantly a great guy uh, maturity level through the roof for his age and the future is very bright for Ty this was a great episode I hope you enjoy dudes is here as well here we go you know what comes next <laughs> Ty Doucette, the big dog is in the house. How are you, sir? Good, man. Good. Thanks, so man. is it true that you just you just got home? Just got home yesterday. Landed at like 2 o'clock. Flights are all messed up again, like usual. <laughs> um, but got here. <laughs> back. Happy to be back. That's a good local boy. You know, you got five, five days at home, and you're coming in to do a little interview. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, thank you. I know time with family for us Maritimers is important. So to take a break from that to come here. You 100%. Know, thank you, man. Yeah. How was the year? I hear good um, things. Yeah, the fall season was was a bit of an eye opener. It was kind of crazy. Um, I was um, I had no idea what to expect, even from the jump. Like you can ask guys what it's like, and and you still have no idea. Uh, we started the fall a bit a little bit late, so we didn't kind of get into team stuff until like the end of September. Um, so the first couple of weeks were good to get your feet wet. Um, we just kind of did some individual stuff. Um, and coming off this summer, like I was feeling really good about myself and, um, how I prepared my body and prepared, um, you know, my mental side of, of everything. And, you know, I just kind of rolled right in, um, and I was able to, to just have real good success, at, um, all the way through the fall. And, um, um, but it was, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. Um, just like learning all these new, like, you know, you don't think time management is a big thing until you actually get there and you're like, oh, my God, this is hectic. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just saying that to dudes and to you, too. When I think of NCAA, I don't think, like, of school. I just think of sports. I, I, I literally think NCAA <laughs> is sports. Yeah. I, did, I guess it is, but I yeah. completely forget about the actual athletic side of it. Is it – I guess maybe it's not hard for you to forget about the athletic or the academic side of it because you're in it every day, but – did you find it challenging to, to, to balance it? Uh, yeah, at the start, um, like once you first get into classes and, and team practices, you know, they're four or five hours long and then you got to go lift afterwards. So you're at the field from 11 to 630 and then you go to class before class at night. I got like two, two classes started 730 at night. How do you, 
how got, do you have how do you have mental capacity at seven thirty? Oh my night? god, I don't know. It's like you come home and you're like, all right, gotta eat because you haven't ate all day after your lift. So you crank a couple of protein shakes, <laughs> then you eat, and then you're like, all right, gotta go to class, and you just gotta manage it. Most of the time, they're lecture classes, and I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I, I usually just put on like a hockey game or something. And I just sit there and kind of just chill out. <laughs> High button it. live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I was I was watching the, my brother's games, like the live stream games oh, were and you? stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I I, I, um, I was watching those. I remember I was in class and I was actually watching one. Um, you know, every time the professor would like walk up this up the aisles or whatever, I had to like switch back. Like I'm taking notes or something. But, oh my god. Yeah, but you know, I, I honestly like the difference between. Like, I expected school to be, like, super, super difficult. Um, and honestly, like, it's been easier than high school for me. Um, we Oof. get so much, like, academic help with tutors and, and study skills. Um, like, you know, they don't do your work for you, but, like, they give you so much information, so much help. Um, just with everybody that's around, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to fail. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to do bad. But it's just about, like, you know getting the assignments done on time and like all right like either you do this or like you want to go hang out and chill watch it watch a movie or something so you just kind of have to have like uh you know your priorities in check i love it yeah the good life but dudes i actually forgot to turn the dehumidifier off you just click the top there you're good on um yeah that's a a simple life when i guess they make it easy for you just to focus on baseball yeah do you like is it the first time you lived in in the states uh rutgers is in new jersey yeah 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 it's about like 20 minutes south of newark but i lived in florida last uh spring Mm -hmm. for like three months just because um i and i didn't go back to out west and i i wanted to go south and play down there and that was a good um academy um you know league or whatever it was um and uh lived down there for three months with a bunch of roommates so that kind of got me ready for living with um roommates instead of like a billet family um but it was an easy adjustment like i I mean i've been living away for the last three years so i mean that wasn't too huge of a deal but the state's culture and um like learning like my roommates are from like there's one from right in town so he's he lives like five minutes away, and then there's two of them that live like South Jersey, so they're they're like kind of Philly boys. Um, so it was cool to kind of meet those guys and get really close with them. Uh, made it a lot easier for the transition too. We did a trip to Boston this past year to do like a, a minor league uh, tournament, Boston Showdown, I believe it was yeah. called. Mm-hmm. And we just noticed that sports in the states are so catered to go the professional route like the rinks that we go into like here in nova scotia there's a four pad it's awesome couple four pads there there's like eight pads and like there's training facilities within the eight pads and there's restaurants within two blocks of the rink for people to get fed when there's these huge tournaments and it's just it's unbelievable the amount of money put into some of these establishments in order to make these kids go pro at least for the for me seeing it for the first time in boston last year was like whoa unbelievable amount of i guess foundation for these kids to be able to go and pursue a life in pro hockey i couldn't i just couldn't imagine actually living there and getting to use those facilities like you i was googling rutgers this morning and looking at your practice facility looking at your stadium looking at your your dressing room it was just like oh my god you're <laughs> you're basically pro yeah it's it's there's uh you definitely get worked like one um like they they, they treat it like it is right like um, as you should be like know, yeah you know. and and even even like amateur baseball in the states um, I remember last year, like I said, I was in Florida. We went to like the conference tournament and it was like a, there was 10 fields, all turf. 
in one area. And I'm like, oh my God, like you guys just have this here? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Like they just come and play like all year round. It was, this was in Georgia. Um, and like there was, I actually was 12. There was four different four quadrants of, or three different four quadrants of fields. And I was like, oh my God, like this is like, we don't, I, I mean, we got one turf field and two turf fields in Atlanta, Canada, and they got 12 in one area. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, like this is, and like, that's the thing, right? Like, um, obviously it's more popular and they're going to get more money and, and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, I really think that has to play part, um, has a part in, you know, development of, 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 of baseball and kids. Like, you know, if you're able to go out on turf fields every single day and play and, and just get better and not even turf fields, but you're able to be that, have that all year round kind of, kind of vibe and have indoor facilities. Like we have an indoor turf, um, field, um, you know, when it gets cold out and stuff, um, like it just takes your game to like a different level that you, you, that wow. you never knew you could get to. Do you have other Canadians on your team? Yeah, we have, uh, <clears throat> we have, a uh, one of our catchers from Toronto. Nice. I, I played with them on the junior national team. So it was good to, there was a familiar face going in. <clears throat> um, and I, we, we flew home together. Like we both, we both, uh, both flew into Billy Bishop Yeah. and then he lives right in Toronto. So he left, but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They kind of they get they get honest about the accents too. They they they're not used to my accent. Like when I, I say like car and bar, which is like the hard ars, or like out, like they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you just said it normal. <laughs> yeah, they, I, that's why I tell them I'm like, I'm, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, no, you're not saying it right. I'm like, no. what? Yeah, you are. Don't listen to him. Yeah, you're that's what I'm You're laughing. <laughs> yeah. Do do you find it? Uh, I guess when you see other Canadians go to the states, like the, the, the your buddy from Toronto have that eye opening experience. What like, wow, twelve fields. Did he have that same feeling, or in Toronto was it different? <sighs> yeah, he. I mean, it was similar. Like uh, Toronto, obviously, there's more you know academies and whatnot, and and there's more facilities down there. Um, but. I mean, there's no, like, there's, like, when you come down, it's like, holy, like, there's no comparison, even, even, even down in Canada, like, you know, you'll see a turf field here and there and, and whatever and whatnot, but down there, it's like, um, they're everywhere, like, and, and every program um, has, has so many, so many, so many different resources and, and stuff where you can go, um, and it's, like, amazing how much money that, 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 that goes into this stuff. Rutgers have a football team. Yeah, is that? Yeah, we yeah. were pretty good this year. Were you? Yeah, I was at the. Uh, we were six and two, and I went to the. They, we we hosted Ohio State when they were ranked number one. No way. Yeah, it was the first time Rutgers ever hosted a, a number one seed. Oh. Um, we were winning at halftime, and I was like, "Oh my God, boys, we're gonna see it. We're gonna see a win here." And then, of course, Marvin Harrison Jr. scores a touchdown, and they got a pick six, and we ended up losing like thirty six to sixteen or something. <laughs> but I th- like it was it was great. Like I've been to all like every football game you can make it to um i i went to um but uh we had weekend practices a bunch so we weren't able to go a whole bunch but that weekend when ohio state came was like our first kind of weekend off so it worked out perfectly so we all got to go to uh we all got to go to that game we're in the student section just every everybody's standing up you're getting loud you know you got like the pom-pom you're going crazy (laughs) and then um they were pretty good this year, but I think they 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 had a tough. They had to play Ohio State, Penn State, um, Iowa. Like they had to play all these ranked guys, and I think they're like six and five now. But they got off to a really good start. Um, but it was cool, like when you go to, to tutoring and stuff, you see these guys walking down the hall, and they're like these mammoth guys, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know what sport you play. And, yeah. <laughs> 
and and then um you know it's just it's cool because when when you go into like there's like one building for tutoring and you get to kind of see all the other athletes um it's just like a student athlete building oh so you guys merge together yeah yeah what about like the canteen like do you guys eat together too like uh it depends like there's a there's a place right next to our the basketball arena um where our, our locker room's in um and like you get like free there's like free meals there um free fueling stations uh protein shakes um stuff like that so like if if you're hungry you just go grab something quick um so like you don't really eat together like the, the teams usually stay together but then once you get to like this student student athlete building um it's kind of just everybody's there at once and like there's a huge weight room guys are lifting like the lacrosse team's lifting and then you're upstairs doing your tutoring and then the football team's going out to practice or stuff like that so it's cool like everybody's kind of moving at once i love that environment yeah just an environment where people are just getting better whether it's physically whether it's in the classroom whether it's diet whatever just people just getting better it's the best environment you can be in yeah it's awesome and to wake up every day and get to do that just wow just wow unbelievable i love that we got to get to new jersey how far is that drive 16 hours 16 he he knows he's done it you drive that <laughs> we uh i i drove uh my mom and brother drove me down when we were going but it, we did it in like a day uh a day and a half like we went to went to boston we drove up from here to boston one day that's a nice drive yeah and then it was like four hours from boston yeah so yeah that's not bad that's not terrible actually if you leave no. early enough <clears throat> You sleep it for the first little bit, whoever's driving too. Yeah. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. And you, and you kind of, you get to like drive through New York City too, yeah. um, which is, I don't ever want to do that again, but <laughs> yeah. it was kind of cool. Sounds like you. Yeah, it makes two of us. Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of <laughs> cool to do um, just to see it. Like, Cause like I've never seen New York City before. Yeah. Um, and then um, we're like an hour from New York City. Wow. Yeah. What are some of the cooler stadiums that you went to this year? Like other college teams that you got to play against? Um, we, we actually stayed at home. Um, we stayed at home this, this fall, but like we got to host Vanderbilt, okay. which was like, that was crazy. Um, wow. you know, Vanderbilt's like the top of the mountain, the right? Mecca. I've heard yeah. they're like, they're like, you know, when you're a kid growing up, you're like, I want to go to Vanderbilt. Right. Um, especially when like our age, when they were winning the natties and they're, they're going to the college world series every year. Um, and then kind of to host them and see like, you know, their coach, um, you know, he's, a huge coach in division one baseball um and then to see like all the players that like you know you, when you're in high school you're watching them on 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 youtube or tv or whatever and then you're actually like these guys are we're playing against these guys and like we're, we're gonna we're, we want to beat them um to play them was actually like that was that was surreal and then to go and do what i did and mm-hmm. and uh you know i was well, just explain like, people like what you did yeah so so <laughs> we were uh first inning uh we were home we were doing three six inning games um and we would split up like we just they were just continuous um and i was lucky enough to start uh i was starting at first base hitting fourth and i was like i look at the lineup card and i'm like all right hitting fourth and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna shit myself like this is crazy like i'm like oh my god i'm so nervous i'm like i'm going nuts i'm like my the coaches are like one of our assistant coaches is coming around and he's like pushing me he's like He's like trying to loosen me up a little bit. I'm like, dude, like, oh my god, like I'm like freaking out right now. And a couple of the older guys, like the seniors, they were like, relax, like you're gonna be all right. Like just, just like, is just, that like a rare thing? A freshman in the fourth slot? Is I, that? It's, it's uh, 
It depends. It depends. Like if you're the real deal, you get to go. I don't there. know. It, okay. I just. I guess. I. I just. I was having a really good fall at the time. Okay, okay, at the okay. point, and I was like, I was. You know, I felt like personally, like I earned it. Um, like mm-hmm. I expected to be there, um, uh, on a personal level. Um, and when I got that chance, I was like, oh my god, it actually happened. Um, so we go into the game. Uh, first inning, we get out of it, no runs. Our third baseman made like a diving catch to end the inning, so we got all the momentum. Oh, and then we're facing their Saturday night guy who I've watched on, on YouTube. And we were watching film before this, actually, before, like, the day before we were watching film. Um, and I saw that he had a – he loved to get ahead, and he had a slider that he would throw, and it would just back up. Um, and I knew going in, like, four-hole left-handed hitter, he's going to try to get ahead with a with a slider. So I wasn't sitting slider, but I was like – Aware. If I see it at me, I'm going to hit it over the scoreboard. <laughs> and – uh we had a runner on first. We had one out. We already scored a run. It was one nothing, because um, I think we got a couple hits, and then uh, we scored on like a, a ground ball that they couldn't turn a double play. And then we had a runner on first, and first pitch, uh, he threw me the slider, and I just hit it over the scoreboard. Um, and like I remember, we have like a logo right around first base. I remember from that logo all the way to home plate. Like I don't remember. Blacked out. I yeah. don't remember anything. Like I was just screaming like let's go. I was like losing my mind. Our coaches, like everybody. Cause we, we, we expected to beat them. Like we expected to, to win. Like we're not going into this being like, Oh, we're going to, this is Vanderbilt. Of course. Like we expected to win, but I don't think we expected like, like the hot, like the crazy, like we're up three, nothing on four batters. And it was <laughs> like, Oh my God. Like we just like punched them in the mouth. Like it was like, Oh my God. And, and uh, when I saw it go, I was like, Oh my God. And then I ended up going like three for four that day with like a sack fly and a walk. And I played like the first 12 innings and I was like super happy with, with the way it was. And we ended up winning all three games, which was huge for our program. And, um, you know, putting us on the, like putting us like we're, we're legit. Like we're real. Like we're, we're not some, some slouch. Like we're, we're here to play. Um, and I think it was good for all the guys personally. I think we had like four home runs. Um, and it was Oof. good for, um, like the team and it was good for, for guys, um, you know, their confidence, right? Yeah. It was like, we can, we, we, like, you see what we can do when we can play up to this level. Like if we play up to our level and not play against the competition, it's like we endless, endless opportunities for success. So, wow. And that was the first couple games of the year. That was the first, first. game we played against anybody First set. Yeah. Wow. So that's so kind of that, what I wanted to touch on because I said to you before this podcast to even start it, to even swing at the first pitch midsummer is still a tough thing to do, right? As long as you have the right approach. Like, but to go into your very first at bat against a school like Vanderbilt and to, you know, do a little bit of homework, which obviously I never did when I played, but was it a lefty on the mound? Yeah, lefty, So that was the lefty, thing about yeah. The, the most amazing thing is the lefty-on-lefty matchup, okay? You go into your very first at-bat against Vanderbilt, which is a big school. Everybody knows them. And then you go in and swing at the first pitch in your first at-bat. And not only do you hit it, but you hit it, you know, a country mile. My thing is, what was it, like, a reaction thing? Or was it something that you were kind of sitting on? Like, I'm, I'm looking at this first pitch here. I'm looking to not let him get ahead, I'm going to get ahead? Or was it just something that you seen out of the hand and you were like, wow, I'm going to jump on this right now? Yeah, it was honest, like, being completely honest with you, like, I, honest to God, I don't know how I hit it. It was, like, almost a ball. It was in. It was, like, in, and I, like, I kind of hit it, like, with my hands, like, right here. And I just, like, 
pushed it out. Like it was like, I was like, Oh my God, like how did I hit that? But like I said, like I wasn't, I was sitting, um, I I mean, always on fastball. Like I'm always like, that's our approach. Like we're always on the fastball, but if I see it in, like I know I'm quick enough. And if I just stay inside of the ball, like no matter where it is or what pitch it is, like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hit it. So I wasn't trying to hit a home run. No. Um, I was just, um, I pulled my hands in so much and I was able to stay inside of it. Um, and when I saw the spin, I was like, all right, here we go. Like, let's like stay on this thing. Don't don't get around it. And I, and I just stayed on it. And, uh, as soon as you see it, you know, go up with backspin and you're like, oh my God, I you're, can't uh, believe it. And I was dreaming about it. Like the night before I was manifest. like, I was like dreaming about it, you know, like when you're a kid and stuff and you're like, you know, you, you're watching like the highlights before the games and you're like visualizing <laughs> you're like, let's That's do gonna this. That's going to be me. Yeah. So then you're just hoping that you can, you know, contribute in some way. And then, um, as soon as I saw it go up, I was like, Oh my God, no way. I just did that. Um, you're a sick, sick man. Yeah. <laughs> but first pitch first of pitch. your NCAA career. Yeah. You just crazy. said, no, I'm sorry. Against Vanderbilt. Against Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the scu- You weren't charged or anything after that. You're, you're, <laughs> that's not against the law. You did that. There's video of it too. Yeah. 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 There's video. Like, uh, they had, um, uh, we have like this synergy. It's called synergy. I know it. The stick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and there's like cameras all over the field or whatever. They film like every game, um, so they got it on that. Um, I wish it was live streamed though. Uh, Call us. Yeah, <laughs> I love New Jersey. Yeah, great food. <laughs> they got a meatball sub down there. I heard to die for oh, American man. food in general. Yeah, good pizza too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, right next to New York too. But yeah, I, like I said, I, I wish it was live streamed. I mean, you could see it, but they had a, they had a pretty good shot of it. And then some guy on Twitter um, was filming the at bat. Um, I think he was filming the pitcher actually, and I ended up hitting a home run, and then he turned it into my video. So um, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, that wasn't supposed <laughs> to happen. Um, but yeah, so it was, I, I, there was a he posted on Twitter, which was kind of cool to see, like a, a an angle of like the whole field and watch me just run around the bases was, um, was pretty surreal. After that's awesome. Yeah, is it, is there always a sense of pride being in the states, coming from Canada? Like even though you're hitting the you hit that home run, that's awesome. And yeah, you're representing Rutgers for sure. But is there a part of you that goes, you know, that was for that's for Canada, that's for like where I'm from? I would say it's for for Nova Scotia. For Nova Scotia, like okay. I I I like anybody who knows me or, or talks to me, like I love this place, like yeah. this is my home, um, like Nova Scotia, like I'll, I'll live here for the rest of my life, um, and just like it's again, like I talk about it all the time, it's like um, not in a cocky way, it's just like I want kids to see that and be like this is possible. Like, mm-hmm. like I want you to be able to do this too. Like, you, like that's like, I'm like one last rep. Like they're getting, um, all those kids are going in there working hard and yeah. getting better. And it's like, like, this is what you can do. Like if you you can take a small opportunity and just go with it and just, and just really, but you gotta, you gotta want it and you really gotta love it. Um, but I just like, there's the sense of pride, I guess is, um, I guess for Canada just on a, because there's, there's not a lot, Especially, there's only two on our team. Yeah. Um, but then you look at Nova Scotia, and it's like there's only a couple guys. Like you got Micah, uh, McDowell, mm-hmm. Maddie Grabman, Evan O'Toole. Um, I mean, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody else. Nicholson. Yeah. Um, like there's only like a handful of guys, and and um, you know, showing kids and and other people that like it's possible to to get out there and do these things, and and that like they're no better than we are. You know, like, yeah, they might play ball all year round, but um, we're gritty. Like, we're gritty oh, and we yeah. want it, right? So, and that's what they, 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 
they like that from us. Like when I was getting recruited, it was like um, a tough hockey player, like kid, kid loves it, but they like the grittiness of coming from, you know, an outskirt uh, of, uh, of Canada. And like, you know, I tell people all the time from Nova Scotia and they're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do you know what that is? No, no. no. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you should know where it is. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's really cool, um, to be able to like, you know, show kids things are possible and it's not just, you're not just limited to Nova Scotia. Like you can go wherever you want if you really, really try. It was cool when we were streaming. What did we stream when you were with the the dry the, the national the renegades? There was the twenty two U nationals. Yeah. Like I remember that, and like having all your friends and teammates, whatever they were. Just I remember people were looking up to you and asking you questions. And I remember when you were in the batting cage, the whole team was just surrounding you, watching you swing. And I was like, oh, this guy has some influence on some people around here. I don't know baseball that well in the community, but I definitely know how to read a crowd. And whenever yeah. you were around, you could tell that you were, there was an aura about you and people looked up to you. So that must be a really cool thing getting to come back here yeah. and play that. That must be a real treat in your life. Yeah. It's cool. Like, and I, 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 I love the, I, I want to say, I love that. I, I love that attention. But I like that people, um, you know, they're able to not be intimidated by me, but look up to me and, and ask me for questions and be like, how do I do this? Or like, how do I how do I get how do I do it? Like, how do, how how are you doing that? And I'm like, that's great. Like, I want those questions. It's not like I'm not I'm not trying to be your competitor. Like, I want to be your teammate and, and your mm-hmm. and your uh, your friend. Like, I'm, I'm a friend before I am a baseball player. You can ask anybody that. And um it's cool. Like I love, I love coming home with these guys. Like, la- like last summer was a blast. It was a blast. Like <laughs> we la- had so much fun. Last yeah. summer was such a blast. Um, um, and then you know, um, you know, I, they put me playing summer ball this year in Maine, so I won't be home for the summer. Um, but you know, the the junior team they got nationals back to back years. Like they're hosting Let's next go. year and the year after that. So um, you know, that's super exciting for them. Like. Um, you know, if I were to ever make it home, like I would, I would hundred percent play like I, I, whatever. Um, but if not, like I'll be watching for sure. And, you know, I, I want nothing more than, you know, for, especially Rob Gowdy and, and all those guys, um, and, and the players, um, to just win. Like we've been so close the last two years, especially at home coming in second, going to Manitoba, coming forth. Um, to like, there. if they like, we, we got it, we're right there. Um, and and it just shows you like again the grittiness of, of of Nova Scotia like the guys that we bring on that team, we might not be the best players there and we might not be you know the most athletic group, but like we want it like we want it bad and and there's like a push for something and when you see it like we go get it. I love that. Yeah. What are some things that you're learning from being down in the states and seeing the best players in the world at your age group? Like what are you taking from them and putting into your own? I guess game your own personality. Like we, we'll talk to NHL guys that will be there for the first year. We'll be like, "What'd you learn? What do what do what are you seeing?" And their their answer is always just like the professionalism, like from the way they dress, from the way they eat, from the way the, the way they get to the rink three hours early, from the way they. The, there's so much to gain from that first year of just pure professionalism. Like, what are you taking from up there? Yeah, we have a we have a couple like top prospects. Like our shortstop's oh, really, yeah. really, really good. Um, our third baseman's really good. We got a couple of pitchers who are really good. Um, watching them, like I thought I worked hard, but when I got there, I didn't work hard at all. I love like, that answer. Like, yeah. You know, like, and, 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 you know, and a big thing from take for taking from them is body language. Um, I, th- again, I thought I had good body language, <laughs> not even, not even close. Right. <laughs> like, um, like our shortstop, like there's a reason he's, he's a top hundred prospect 
in, in baseball. Um, and it's because um, when he gets out, he strikes out on three pitches. He walks back to the dugout. Next at bat, he hits a home run. Like, that's like – he's just like the way he carries himself – um, and you, you hear that with everybody, like the, the like again the professionalism of, of 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 the guys, like it really 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 shows, and you can see and, and just you know um, being humble, um, you know uh, when you can when you can put your put your teammates above yourself, like it's so like it's it stands out like crazy, like you can you can tell um, if a guy's cocky or humble, mm-hmm. um, and again just like. Um, back to the body language thing, like um, it, it it plays such a huge part in, in especially baseball because it's so noticeable because you're all just out there. Like, I mean, hockey, you can kind of hide around on the bench. You got and gear on too. It's gear. like their shoulders are slouched. Yes, and you like know. you can you can tell if somebody's got bad or good body language um, on the field. Um, and, a, and, a, and it plays a part. Like if you see a pitcher on the mound and he's got bad body language, like that's your time to go up. Like I'm going to go, like I want to hit off that guy, mm-hmm. right? Those are free hits. But then you got a guy out there who's getting hit around a little bit, but he's still on the mound. Like, he's crazy-eyeing you, and you're like, oh, God. Like, you know, so it, it plays a confidence factor and, like, a fear factor or intimidation factor. Um, so, it, I mean, body language is more than just a, uh, um, you know, more than just, like, a, you know, you know he's, he's slouching or, 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 or he's, he's, he's sad or he's mad. You know, like, if you flip it the other way to a positive thing, like, it can – it can it can play so many different roles for you and, and help you with whatever you're trying to do. Hockey and baseball have so many similarities in terms of like what you're just talking about, like body language and putting the team first and things like that, and like unwritten rules. I, I always pick his brain about it because I love the, you know, I feel baseball is one of those sports you it's endless amount of knowledge. You'll never know everything about the game because there's so many little knickknacks, so many little tricks. I still learn to this day. I, that, that's what I really enjoy about baseball is the unwritten rules and things how to get ahead and those little, you know, yeah. body language, working hard, all of that. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Like we – I don't, like I've never been worked this hard in my entire life. Like we have like a 45-day span with with NCAA allows us. Um, to do what? To just practice our – practice like crazy. Like we – like there's not like a – Right now we're back to individuals, which is only like eight hours a week, um, and the the other one is is twenty hours a week. Um, <laughs> Big difference. Twenty hours, but <laughs> twenty like to what do you mean to, to work on? So we have a Mondays are off, but we lift uh, Mondays are off, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're just out on the field for hours and hours and hours. Reps. Um, and like uh, you know, we do this drill called twelve minutes, and it's like twelve minutes straight of ground balls. Nice. And like, oh God, like your legs are killing you. And then we were doing these things last week. You know, you have a guy holding you back on a band and you're like running up and you're feeling the ball with a band on your back. And then you got bands around your feet and like, you're like almost throwing up as you're going around. It's like six forehands, six backhands, six, six to your, six to your glove side. And then you do it without a glove and it's like, (laughs) yeah, we're going like, this is like, you're sweating. And you're like, oh my God, like I'm going to throw up right now. Um, I saw you guys had a practice facility. And it looked like AstroTurf. Yeah. Is your game field AstroTurf or is that grass? All AstroTurf. Oh, yeah? Yeah, all okay. AstroTurf. Okay. Most, most, most Division ones are, I mean, some. I think, like, we go to Michigan State this year. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State is grass. But most, um, especially, like, Power 5, Big 10, yeah. most of them are AstroTurf because we're, we're northern. So, like, yes. it's hard to maintain a grass field when it's cold and wet. Do you enjoy <laughs> AstroTurf or do you not, have a, do you not care? 
personally, on a personal level, I I like playing on grass better. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we were playing with that's a Beasley with, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you can play a Beasley, yeah. you can play anywhere. Yeah. Be- yeah, Beasley's like a a rock field, but <laughs> um, uh, no, it's true. Yeah, it's like yeah, Beasley's like mountains, but. Um, <laughs> When you get to, like, when we were playing with JNT and we were down in Florida and, and we were playing at some of the spring training facilities, um, like, that kind of, when they when they maintain it like that, like, playing at Tropicana Field, like, that was, like, I mean, I know that's a professional field, but, like, that's, like, you know, guys are, are hating on that field. I'm like, dude, this field is, like, unbelievable. Like, the, like it's so true. But AstroTurf is, I mean, it's, it's it's like, there's no, it's not a huge difference. Okay. Um other than um, you know the hops and how you're supposed to play the hops and yeah. you know the ball kind of speeds up a little bit if you hit it with like some some backspin or topspin, um, so you kind of have to like I had to learn like I never really played on on turf, um, so like showing up uh, like I had to learn like how to you know read a read a hop because you know the ball is going to skip or the ball is going to go that way or this way um, just from just from the spin on the ball, um, but you get used to it and it's good for like. I like sliding on it, like it's fun. AstroTurf sliding on it, yeah. yeah. Especially like when it's wet out, like you like will slide oh, like this whole room, thirty feet, like <laughs> because you just you just like you're just going. Like we, I remember one day after practice, it was raining, yes. and our coach was like, "Here, just keep talking. I just want to get my glove right there." Yeah, yeah. Our coach was like, um, uh, "We're gonna we're just gonna do we're gonna do sliding because it's raining." And I was like, all right, like, I was like, oh god, here we go. It's like base runners back in the yeah, day. So then we're all like, we're practicing like how to slide on on wet uh wet wet turf so that was kind of fun but um it's cool like you never think about like practicing that like no or like before like if it's wet outside and and you're on the turf um our coach gets us to like drop the ball down and and get it wet so we we can we can warm up with a wet ball because when you're in the game it's going to be wet too so why are you going to warm up with a dry ball yeah you got to learn how to throw a wet ball which like i never like you never think about that um until you until you do it um, so just those little things, which is cool on, on turf, but that's sick. Yeah. Do you got a question? I do. And it pertains to the turf and dirt comparison. Um, obviously we have that Susan McEachern field in Sydney with the turf. And when that came out, it was, I remember Cam and I went before it was even open, we jumped the fence and it was just like, you go out there and bare feet and you're going, Oh my God, like this is heaven literally. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I will say is, is it almost gets to a point where, when you're at Susie Mac, you say those hops, yeah, they speed up. It's similar to a lacrosse ball bounce. Um, but you can almost, like as an infielder, you can almost identify where the ball's going to be off the bat, off the turf. And I think that's kind of a downfall. And you kind of see it sometimes when Sydney comes to play at Beasley or whatever because they get those true hops all summer, right? It's like boom, 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 boom. You can close your eyes, kind of put your glove there. But at Beasley, you're forced to stay down and stay you know, on top of the ball, on a ground ball. So you see the difference in plays where it's like, you know, at Beasley, you're going to get that crazy hop up by your earlobes or anything like that. But it, it almost works against you. So to be flipping back and forth between fields, did you find that you had to extra lock in maybe at Beasley at first base with that lip of the grass or the dirt or whatever, being so many games being played on it? And then at Sydney, you kind of can be more relaxed. I know you still have the same, you know, dynamic for fielding a ball, but I just found switching back and forth, you had to almost extra lock in at Beasley after playing at a turf field. Yeah. I, I think it really helped. I think honestly, like playing at Beasley actually helped because 100%. you're anticipating it to be, you know, go this way, like right, left over your head. Like <laughs> yeah. you're not anticipating it to be like right at you and true. 
Um, so like, I think playing at Beasley so much, like actually improved and made, made me a better fielder Mm -hmm. just from anticipation and, you know, going to like, you got to go get the ball, right? Like you can't sit back because you know, if it sits back, it's either going to bounce over your head or it's going to bounce five feet to your right. Um, but (laughs) like playing on turf is like, it's so much like, you just got to make a routine play. Like it's so, it's so much, uh, easier, um, in a, in a way because you like you said you know where it's going to be yep. like you know where it's going to go um so you know but it's a whole like you got to kind of learn how to field off a field like Beasley and you got to learn how to field off, um feel like Susan uh uh field like you like when we went up there this year um it was like I was like oh like we're taking infield outfield and I was like oh my god like this is a dream this is like the best <laughs> thing ever like I'm <laughs> like oh my god this is the best thing ever and then you go back to Beasley and you're like oh god exactly but I, I really I think like um, to answer your question like I think it, it actually it helps um, uh, in fielding on like at bees like fielding on turf it, it helps in that sense just because um, you're always looking like you're you're like this ball's not getting by me no so you're knocking it down wherever it is as long as you're square with that ball I found that in Cape Breton even if you're behind it, like, cause that second skip is always faster, right? So that does play a factor, especially when you're laying out for a ball or whatever you're, you know, it's timing when you're laying out. Yeah. Sometimes it's just pure reaction, of course, but like at Beasley, you know, like, okay, if I dive here, it's going to be a slow second hop off the really loose dirt at second base. But at Susie Mac, for example, you get that second hop and now it's a laser. So you got to get that glove out before. So I always found it was a tough transition for me personally. Now, obviously I only played senior, so it's, it's good, but I'm not playing against guys that are hitting the ball, you know, 200 miles off the bat and stuff like that. So it, it was definitely an adjustment, but it it's, uh, I can't, I'm trying to picture myself playing on turf all the time. It's great for fielding, but you said you guys did some sliding practice in the rain, which is great. The turf is great when it's moist, but when it's dry, there is a factor, and you and that does take a toll on your body. It sounds ridiculous, but the amount of times that you or I have left that field or anybody else in that league with the dry turf burn from a hot weekend in Sydney, you play four games in, in two days, and it and it plays a factor. Like it, You get scraped on Beasley, but you get burned on Susie oh. Mack. So that's one thing I think of when I think of turf, but... Obviously, uh, it's it's a dream come true to play on turf all the time, and you get used to it after a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we would do like you know base running, and we would go like first and third reads or whatever, and mm-hmm. you have to go first to third, and then always we're always sliding, we're always sliding, and um, even on your hands too. Like some guys slide and they drop their hands, yep. and like your hands, like I mean, I, my hands are still kind of cut up a little bit from it, just because my hands are dragging along the turf, <laughs> and then guys like guys are ripping their pants and like their legs are all cut up mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's a little bit different um, in that way, but um, again, I I enjoy I enjoy it. Absolutely, yeah. I'm heading to Arizona for a bachelor party in April, and we're going to see ASU versus Ohio. I think I was ASU ASU's baseball. They're really good. Are they? Yeah, they're good. They had the they had a first overall pick a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, Spencer Torkelson. He's the first oh, really? baseman for the Tigers now. Yeah. Yeah, he had like twenty seven jacks or something, <laughs> in uh, in in there. Like they're, they're, I mean Barry Bonds went there. Did he? Yeah, Barry Bonds went to ASU. Wow. Um, somebody else went there. Pre steroid Barry Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still still the best though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but. Yeah, Barry Bond. I forget who else went there. I, I feel like somebody else went there, but yeah, they're they're good. Like they're usually strong. Um, they're they're consistent. I'd say. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to go. Look, they just got a new stadium as well. Yeah. The amount of money they're putting into these baseball academies, it's unbelievable. 
Um, pro ball, time, clock, the pitch count. What do you call it? The pitch clock? Pitch, yeah, yeah. pitch clock, yeah. I don't know. I've always... What, what are your thoughts on it? That's a funny question, actually, because I lit- I just did a project on that. <laughs> I swear to God, I just did a project. Did I you keep, actually I do keep it? forgetting you're... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I just did a project on that, actually, because um, we do it, too. We have the pitch clock as well. Oh, do you? And yeah, we have the pitch clock as well. Interesting. So that was something I had to get used to as well. You have, you know, 10 seconds to get back in the box and make eye contact with, with the pitcher as a hitter. And the pitcher, you have 20 seconds in between pitches to deliver the ball. Um, and just, like, from the pitch clock, like, going from those games at home, like, we're playing seven-inning games, you know, in three and a half hours yeah, at Beasley Field. Take your sweet-ass time. Yeah. And then we go here, we're playing nine-inning games in two hours and maybe less. So, like, you're always going. And, like, we do some things, too. It's, like, hitters, like, 45 seconds to the plate, like, just to kind of um, keep the momentum and keep the pace up. But, like, like – first like when I first got there and we first started playing games like I could really feel like the game was um, almost speeding up so like you know you kind of just like you always hear like the game speeding up on me but it wasn't speeding up in that way like it was just the time um, that it was going and like um, you know you, you you step out of the box and you're like looking at the coach right away getting the sign and you're back in the box ready to go like within like five seconds so like um and especially if you get a pitcher that works really fast like we played uh, Stony Brook University um, and like their starting pitcher was like, like didn't leave I'm the mound. And we have these like wristbands that we get, and um, uh, like our pitching coach will call out a number, and it'll it'll show up so like everybody knows what pitch. So, like, Electronically, pitch, yeah, yeah. So like everybody knows what pitch is coming. So like say for like it'd be like one zero, be fastball middle. Okay. Um, How does your coach know that though? practice i think because we we have like a we have like a sheet or whatever and then all the players all the position players who are playing and the pitcher and the catcher they all have it so everybody knows what's happening and then for example like if there's a steal or like a pickoff move um like i'll get a i'll get a notification everybody gets a notification but i'll get it it'll say like uh eight eight six one which is a long hold pick to first or I'll get like a I'll get a just a regular six one and it'll just be pickoff move. So six one's the pickoff move, and eight eight would be a long hold. Are you allowed to be saying this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're yeah. giving out codes. <laughs> well, nobody really nobody looks can at see. Him. Nobody looks at him. Yeah, but um, it's just kind of it's just kind of our thing. But like, um, it's 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 cool. Like that was something to get used to too because I had to memorize all the all the plays and all the numbers and like we do every playoff there like bump plays, first and third plays pickoffs um back picks pitches everything is on there so, so like, has this stuff been eliminated yeah our coach Stealing signs. Like, yeah yeah our, like that's like we like that's, you're in the dog that's days that's if done. you're still doing that yeah that's done like i don't i don't know if anybody really does it in the mlb do they still do that <sighs> maybe as a or does de- everyone maybe as, maybe as a uh, as a decoy but like when we're hitting at the plate like mm. we have play cards that we have below and belt. it's like it's like six quadrants of numbers and like there's like he'll call it like zero five zero and then you go to find there and then it'll say on your card like what whatever like steal bunt um hit and run like delay steal like they'll actually call out a number instead of giving signs interesting yeah (sighs) just because like you know like that little thing like if you can steal a sign like it's gonna it can change a whole game like you, you steal a team sign um, like you know that they're stealing on some pitch in like the seventh inning, throw them, you throw them out, pitch out, throw them out. Mm-hmm. It's like game's over. Yep. 
Wow. Just and now from, they're scrambling, right? Because now you got their sign. Just from losing, just from just from them stealing signs. So to prevent that, we have cards and we have like player cards. Like we'll get like when we're playing Vanderbilt and stuff. We have a card um, in our back pockets where like it has the player's name. If they're a green runner, a yellow runner, or a red runner, um, and then it has like where we play them on the field. So like if it's a pole pole, it'll be PP. Um, okay, if okay. it's like an ST, it'll be like straight up. So you just play straight up, um, or like um, uh, and pull shift. So like that's a whole shift because we're still allowed to shift, but the MLB's not. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we we still shift. Like they were shifting. Like I remember I got like screwed out of a couple of hits this fall just because they had the shift on me. Um, <laughs> the so do set shift. Yeah. So what is it? It's like a pen- <laughs> how do you penalize someone in baseball? Like if you shift and you're not allowed to shift, what's the penalty? You're not two minutes in the box. There's like, no like if like. Uh, like you, they just there's in the MLB like they're just not allowed to do it. You just get they're yelled stop. at. You'll you just, just be like they'll at. just be like like stop the game and be like you gotta like go back. But mm-hmm. in college baseball like they still allow the shift, so oh, okay, we we'll, we'll, we still do it. Does the pitcher have a uh, pitch a, command? Not a pitch command, but like a microphone in their head in, um, their, in their hat. Catchers like a, do. Oh, not the pitcher. Not in, in the MLB pitchers like because of like they don't want to wear wristbands in the MLB because yep. it's more professional. They have like a, a mic in here and it'll literally just say like fastball away and they'll be like all right fastball away um but like our catchers always have um always have uh like a headset on and like we have a walkie-talkie in the dugout and the coaches are are communicating with them through that um whether it's i don't really know what they talk about because i don't catch but (laughs) (laughs) um uh but that's pretty cool like that was a real like shock like a, a not a culture shock but like a um like just a shock in like a baseball standpoint because like I've never even I've never done that before ever. Like I'm I'm having a hard time even following along to yeah. be honest with you. So that's crazy that you even have to learn that. Yeah, and it was it was a like having to learn all the plays and um, the card's pretty straightforward like the yellow number and you just kind of have to find it. But um, <laughs> uh, you know, like learning the plays and like the watch and everything and like not forgetting the watch like before the game like making sure you have it um it's it was like it was it was different it was it was kind of tough to get used to but what now like now i'm yeah doing it every day like you get used to it but it's pretty cool like um how kind of times have changed i remember i was telling my dad about about it and he was like yeah like we never had that and i was like yeah, no, classic no. response yeah yeah <laughs> But it, it was pretty. It, it's pretty cool, like seeing like all the stuff that goes into just you know everything's to win a game, right? Do you guys have iPads on the bench? Um, we do, but it's not for film. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of just guys like Candy Crush. Yeah, Candy, <laughs> Candy Crush. Yeah, Jetpack Joyride. <laughs> kind of guys like no, but they they're like like the stack guys, like our student managers, um, or um, or some other guys are like. Uh, taking like not notes but like they're keeping track of the game and pitches analytics and, yeah analytic guys um which is cool like we have five student managers who are just students there um and they are unreal like they'll like they they set everything up and um take everything down and make sure we have everything and like we don't have to lift an arm and a leg like we're oh, yeah. we're blessed in that way um so they do a lot, but they're they're cool guys too, and, and is, we have a girl too. Isn't there like a debate right now within baseball of like analytics and let the guys play? Oh God, how, how do you feel? It, should I not have asked that question? No, no sort. Of, I mean, there's sort of <clears throat> like just, you don't it, have to like it, elaborate. But it just, depends on the organization, to be honest. Like, um, like some organizations, like I remember talking like couple like the Yankee, like the Yankees are big on on like 
I forget it was OPS maybe mm-hmm. like um, what does OPS stand for? On base, on plus, base slugging. plus slugging. So it's like your on base percentage plus how many extra base hits you can get. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they don't care if you hit a hundred like, but if you have like a crazy OPS, like you're gonna you're gonna somehow make it to the big leagues. So like, and then there's other teams that are like and not analytics, and they're like, we want guys who can play. Like it depends on the team really. Um, for us, um, we're not huge on analytics. Um, we're kind of just like um, kind of like a basic just approach to to the game. Um, we're really fundamental. Like our coach is really hard on the fundamentals. Good. Um, which I I like. Yeah. I like that's how I was taught. Um, um, and I I think I think I mean there's a reason he's won over a thousand games in college baseball. Like wow. Yeah. He's uh, like that's that's why he wins. Like you can't argue. Like he wins. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's de- a guy you listen to, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure there's some plugs out there, like, "All right, buddy, but a thousand wins, I'll listen to you." Yeah, <laughs> he, he, like, yeah, he's he's he knows how to win. That's for sure. Like, he's he's good. Um, but yeah, like they really stress the fundamentals of hitting, fielding, um, you know, everything. And um, and it's like when you watch them, how much they do. It's like you never realized how. Like, I I could never be a college baseball coach. Like, there's so much work that goes into that, and. Um, like the long hours and long days, like they spend more time with us than they do their families. Right. Like, so it's crazy how much of a sacrifice that they give, but, um, it's been, uh, it's been cool to seeing like, you know, how, how everything kind of works behind the scenes. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Absolutely. I think the reason you asked that was the Jays this year where they pulled Barrios, I'm pretty sure is what it was, before he was even in any sort of danger. And the whole debate was the eye test versus the numbers test. And they pulled him, and then obviously everybody knows what happened. They got shit on, and they ended up losing. And that's what the debate was, is why are we taking a guy out based on some numbers that a, that an iPad made? When you can visibly see him, he's confident. Body language was a big one. Barrios was... He was ready to go. He was more, he looked like more of a gamer there than a lot of us had seen all year. And then they pull him for some sort of analytic and then they end up losing. So that was a great question, I thought, Belly, because it's it's a debate as old as time. Are we going to go with the numbers and go with what are the odds? What's his OPS? What's this guy do against lefties? What's this guy do against fastballs? Is this guy a slider pitcher? Or do you go, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm feeling, number one is when you're a coach, you can feel if your guy's struggling, right? You can feel if your guy is a dog right now. And I think this is going to be an argument that we're going to have until the end of time. Yeah. Moneyball didn't help. That's a, yeah, exactly I right. love that scene where they're all sitting there. It's like he passes the candy, eye candy test. He's ready to <laughs> play in the big leagues. We just got to get him some at-bats. And then Brad Pitt, well, does he get on base? No. That's it. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he get on base? Exactly. Yeah. His girlfriend's a six, at least. <laughs> yeah. No, no confidence. It's all yeah. analytics, man. It's nuts. Yeah. That's yeah. a great scene. That's kind of that's kind of where it all started from, really. Like that was like the start of the analytics. The conversation. Yeah. But Money it's ball. like true. Like it's you do you do need to factor those things in. But I just don't think personally that it needs to be the be all end all of your decision. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like if if you're up there and you're facing the pitcher's going through a second time through the order, a third time through the order, and you've got two line drive doubles off the fence off him, and then you come up in a big spot, maybe it's time to switch the pitcher. But if he's dominating you all game and you come up again, you're not just going to go, ah, oh, well, on his third time, he usually gives up a hit. You're going to let him play that out because he's been dominating that part of the order or whatever yeah. the case may be. So it's, But baseball's funny like that, boys. Like, 
it, there's so much like we could have done this, we could have done that. And there's so many moving parts and unwritten rules and, and just little things that kind of can dictate the, the play of a game. And like I said, we're just going to be arguing about it forever, but it's a great topic. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like the decisions that you can live with. Yeah. Like, like you're saying, like if he's out there and he's, he's going, he's chucking. Like I remember, like for example, the, to tie it with the senior league, um, I remember when I was a kid watching Jason Bailey um, huh. in the in the in the, in the finals of that year um, uh, of nationals, and like it was like a guy ended up like it was zero zero all game, mm-hmm. and guy hits a home run, um, and they win one nothing. But like that's like a decision where you go with it's like you're not going to take him out. Like if he if he gives up a home run, he gives up a home run. He gives up a run, he gives up a run. You still got to score. You, like right, like there's like and those like it's like instinct decisions, mm-hmm. right? Like. Um, you know, there's no, like in our coach, especially like he plans everything. Like he knows if we're in this situation, we're going to go this guy. Right. If it's this situation, this guy. But then there's also that factor that he, that he uh, uses where it's like, you know, we play it by ear. Like if, if this guy was projected to go five innings to start the game and he's cruising, like you're not going to pull him. No. Like you're going to let him go. Um, so like, that's like pulling it back to the, the, the Barrios, um, like, I mean, everybody was like, what the hell is going yeah. on here? Like, why are we doing this? Why are we even warming anybody up? And, like, there's no, like, I mean, they haven't done that all year. And then all of a sudden, it like, you change it up as soon as you get into the playoffs. And it's like, you see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, like, that side of baseball, like, I, I just like the nitty-gritty, like, um, like this is how baseball is played. Like, I, like that's, like, what my dad and grandfather have always um, <laughs> installed in me is, like, this is how it's played and this is how it's not played. Um, and this is how it's done and this is how it's not done. And like, you know, they're, you know, they don't understand the analytics side of it all, but like, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's weird how like everything kind of changes over generation to generation. Um, and like my generation is more analytics and what's your batting average yeah, or how many home runs did you hit? Um, but you know, I think, I think baseball is kind of, it wasn't stuck in there for a little bit, but I think teams are kind of scattering around like everybody's kind of doing their own thing which is kind of cool it's just different than other sports right i love it what are you working on when you you said you're here for four more days yeah so when you go back uh what are you working on do you um, have do you have exit meetings like with your coach like yeah. all right come back and work on this yeah we have uh we haven't had them yet um we had like a little like a little um you know strength and weaknesses meeting um and for me really like the only thing offensively um staying inside and through the ball um i tend to get a little pull happy especially when i see an inside inside pitch um so like staying inside like um you know just we we stress working the other way like that's what does that mean just hitting balls opposite field okay you know cleaning up your swing path cleaning up your swing um and i've always done that you know since since i can remember um when i really started taking ball seriously um but I like just stressing and like, you know, over the last like couple of weeks um, of the fall, like, you know, you're getting tired and your body's getting tired, your mind's getting tired. Yep. Um, and, you know, you're going out there. It's like you've just been out there for four hours again. And, and then you got batting practice on the field. It's like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, we're, we're hitting off this machine that's throwing 100 miles an hour every day. And it's like you're hitting like, you know, at the start, like I remember I couldn't even hit the ball. Like it was rising like as I was trying to hit it. And then the more you hit off it, the more you, you more you get used to it. And then it's like now, like you're parking balls, you're hitting balls out, like you're going backside. Um, and then um, just like maintaining confidence, 
but like sticking to with sticking with what works and like not getting outside of like you know like i like i'm at the point now where i know what i can and what i can't do um so like for me like i know what works and what doesn't for myself um and just like again like working on staying inside the ball staying through the ball you know getting quicker um getting quicker feet um uh just becoming a complete player that's what you're looking for right that's what that's what they look for like if you're going to invest into a player like you know this is like we want a complete player we don't want a guy who can hit but he can't field or can field but he can't hit Mm -hmm. or can you know it's kind of different when you're not up the middle like if you're outside like you don't have to be a fast runner but you got to be a good base runner smart right like you can't you can't you know if you're going to play you can't you know hit a double and then get picked off at second base like that's just you know that's just not how not how you know that's just not going to play at this level um so like being a complete player um you know it's tough to do like sure like you're never going to be perfect but you want to get to a place where um you're hovering around it. exactly you're hovering around perfect and 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 you're you're able you feel confident and and every facet of the game and everywhere you step on the field you're confident if they throw in the outfield you can play the outfield <laughs> you know it, it depends on it, it all it all is just it all comes back together um in 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 games like you'll see it like you'll see like we we do these little things in practice and it's like oh my god there it is in a game and it's like you never expected <laughs> it to be there um but i think just weight like weightlifting too um keep getting stronger like i'm the strongest i've ever been oh yeah you look good like yeah. you look like you look lean yeah i lost like just... i lost like la- i think last time i was out doing the podcast i was like 260 pounds what do you know? Two fifteen. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was, you know, like that. That was an example. Like they, they were like, you got to get your body right, and 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 I was like, all right, and um, you know, I just made a priority just to get my body right and and make sure that I was was eating properly and and lifting properly and doing all these things because, like. I can't tell you how much that that helped. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, dudes, dudes can say like, dudes remembers me. I was always the pudgy mm-hmm. kid all the way up. Like ever since I was a little Looked kid, like you could mash. Yeah, I was always a pudgy kid. But when you get to a certain level, like that's what separates the pros and the non-pros. Like you gotta, you know, they talk about like you gotta have a, the body, right, to play professional sports. Like you gotta have the body. Um, and I didn't. Like that's. That, like I'm talk just, about con- body language yeah you know you yeah have exactly the body for exactly like like that's and it plays a part in the confidence too like yeah. and i just feel so much quicker like i can hit the ball 30 feet 40 feet farther because i can move better mm-hmm. like i you, you know you think when you're heavier you hit the ball farther but it's the complete opposite mobility um and it's just like i'm quicker like i i dropped down a bunt last week and i ran a 4-1 to first base let's go yeah <laughs> and uh it's like I was a four-one to first base. I'm like, Jesus, man! Like, are you sure that's right? And he's like, Yeah, we got it. And I was like, Like, I've ever ran that fast in my life. But um, like, I feel, I feel just really good um, awesome. mentally and physically. Like, it's um, you know matured a lot since being down there. And like, you know, our, our strength coach is like, he's he's awesome. Like, he's he's the best. He's a guy from uh, Massachusetts, and he's like. Uh, let's hit this let's hit this shit let's go come on and then just everybody's just kind of like the weight room is like the atmosphere in the weight room is like you know guys lifting a heavy weight it's like we're all gonna go over to that squat rack and just scream at him we're just gonna scream culture yeah and it's just like and that's like i, I think that's what um from hearing with the guys last year and, and the difference between the team last year and this year is just like 
you know, how close everybody is, especially in the fall. Like you never get that. Like we're still three months from the season. Um, and like the fall, the fall was a really good time for guys to bond and get together and like guys to step up as leaders and, um, you know, kind of show like what we can do and who we are. And it like, you know, I've never, I'm not, I wasn't used to like going to the weight room and we're like, all right, we're getting after today. Like we're going to lift, like we're like guys are going to deadlift 600 pounds and we're going to like, you know, you know, front squat three plates. And it's like, these are all foreign terms to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like, like I said, like I'm kind of just going on and on, but um, you seem like eager. Like it's like you want three months to pass by. You just want to start. I want to yeah. go. Like, yeah, I just want to yeah. go. These like, are, it's the worst time yeah, as an athlete. I just, just want to go. Yeah. He's like all right, let's go. But yeah, I I like I've I, you know I developed like a really like I love working out with the with the team, in that team environment. Like guys, you know everybody's screaming or playing loud music. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun. I love it. Yeah. yeah. How much time are we at? 57 do you want to add anything i would like to just touch on the mental side of it real quick and this is just something that i've seen and i'm not trying to be a dick but i remember you came back not sure from where but you come back home and you're playing you know big dog baseball and then you come back and you expect a lot of yourself and there was a little bit of a period there during the summer where i think you struggled just a little bit um but i never really noticed it because you know you and i've known each other for a long time right so we got that almost that personal level of the conversation but i never noticed you being like down on yourself i knew because i knew you expected a lot of yourself i wanted to know what is a couple things or maybe just one thing that you really focus on mentally to get you back from a place where you were struggling um really just to well there's two things i really just try to simplify Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when you get in struggle, like you're, you're trying to do too much. Yeah, for sure. Um, so simplifying things and also going to the field with a smile, like, you, you know, just smiling. Like I, I, I know exactly the moment you're talking about. I remember the first month I came back, I had one home run yep. and I was like, Oh my God, Ty, like, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be this. And then I was like, I kind of just, you know, reflected and, and I looked back and I was like, dude, like you, you get to play here and, and you know, it's probably one of your last summers in a while. Like, just go and, like, just smile and just have fun. Like, mm-hmm. you just – you can't play tight. Like, you can't play tight. If you're tight, you're done. And I remember uh, that weekend, uh, three home runs, and then the next weekend I had three home runs, and then the next weekend I had three home runs. <laughs> and then I think I ended up hitting, like – I had one home run in the first month, and then the next two months I think I had 16. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, I'm back. And, like – um, at credits, like I, I was, I went to the batting cage with Mitchell. Yep. Um, and Mitchell was like, like I was, <laughs> I was in there and I remember we had an inner squad and I was like over four and it was, I was like, Oh my God, like, I can't believe it. So I go to the batting cages and Mitchell's in there and I'm like throwing my bat and he's like, dude, like you just gotta like chill out. Like you just gotta like relax. Like you just gotta like, you're not who you were last year. And I was like, yeah, dude, I know. And I, at the point I was struggling where I was in Florida, like mm-hmm. when I came back, I, I didn't play that good. So then he was like, we kind of just changed my swing. Oh yeah. Like I, I remember I used to, I used to be way up here and I would kind of waggle my mm-hmm. bat and then I dropped my hands and I spread out and I just lifted my leg and dropped it. And, um, like next game, I remember we played the Pelhams and I was like four for four with a double. And I was like, all right, we're going to stick with this. So like, <laughs> Honestly, credit to my brother for that. Like, credit to Mitchell for, you know, kind of like, you know, not changing my swing, but like, he was like, dude, you should try this. Like, you know, like, 
like he 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 should take some credit for that um but like just being in a in a like a positive state of mind like and then i remember after that when i got out like i didn't care like yeah. it was like if you could I, see a shift like if i got out i didn't care if i hit a home run like i get fired up but like sometimes i wouldn't even i wouldn't even care like a home run or a hit or whatever it was and then i just seen my stats just you know your stats just they they'll, they'll all everything levels out mm-hmm. right so it was good um kind of being back and then i carried that into Rutgers, just you know keeping the same mentality of like you know i got not like i got i don't have to prove anything like i don't i I mean in a say in a way you do yeah but there's no pressure like i had no like i wasn't putting any pressure on myself going in i was just like this is how it's going to be this is what i'm going to do and then i just went out there and just played like I, i like i you know like played for myself yeah and and I wanted to prove something not to other people, but to prove something to myself that I I can play here, and you know kind of bet on myself, and it, and it, and it really worked out big time for sure. Awesome. The uh, can I just do one more thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing about that is you play a shit ton of baseball, man, and you go from Florida to college back to senior, then you go play junior. Um, I feel like that would be tough. Obviously, I've never done that. But one thing that people don't realize, I feel, is is how much that shifts, like your your mentality and your mindset, and who you're facing. Because you're facing guys that can throw maybe one on one in college, and then you come back and you face a guy like Matty Johnson. No disrespect to Matty Johnson, but he throws like 72 miles an hour, right? So it's yeah. like it's a big difference. And I think one thing that people don't really consider on the outside looking in is how much you have to adjust as a hitter and a ball player when you're flip flopping back between the leagues. And I feel like watching you this summer because i won't lie i'm a big fan i like you know i've known you since you were a a kid so to follow your path has been really cool i play with your dad that kind of stuff um but for you to come home and and do what you do for for dartmouth baseball and dartmouth minor baseball has been really fun to watch and i just want to finish off with a crazy stat that i read today and that was that you did not strike out last summer with the dry or the moose heads and that is a ridiculous stat and i said to belly when you're a four hitter the pitcher on the mound is is going to give you his best shit. Yeah. And that's what he's thinking. I got to get this guy out and get through this meat of the order. So for you not to strike out at all and hit nine dingers and I think it was 23 RBIs, maybe four or something. Like I did my I did my research. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And I just want to commend you for that because it's not tough. I know you went through a rough patch there where you were with Oregon and then that switched and now you're at Rutgers. So so mentally, I feel like you've done a really good job and you're, you're painting a really good pitcher for the younger younger demographic and the younger ball players around here to just stick with it and do your thing and uh and you can do things in baseball just like you're doing yeah for sure i appreciate that yeah that was uh that was great <laughs> i appreciate that like and 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 um you know i never expected that like i was um i remember i went up to joel irving i mm-hmm. saw him at the field one day and he was like yeah i was the only guy to never strike out and i go well you're gonna be the second <laughs> right i told him that and i was like i'm not gonna strike out like that's just not gonna happen mm-hmm. like i'm going up to the plate and that's where the mentality just shifted yep because i started playing senior um around that time too and i was like that's where i was just like going into the box like he's just not gonna get me out mm-hmm. like there's no way you're getting me out that and, if dog you, and, mentality. If you, and if you do you're not gonna get me out again and they never did i don't know i don't remember the time like you know i mean I don't remember the time where I went up to the plate and I like wasn't in that mindset and I did it. And, and, and again, I carried that right into Rutgers yep. and, and I even, it, it doesn't, you know, like you said about going from like the velo switches and the velo changes, there's a, there's a big adjustment with that. Um, you know, again, going back to not getting too big, 
um, uh, with your swings and stuff. But at the end of the day, you just it's, it's baseball, mm-hmm. right? Like again, like I'm going up to the plate. And I don't care how hard you throw. I don't care what you throw. Um, you know, you still gotta you still gotta throw it across the plate three times. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have that mentality, I feel like you know you can do a lot. You can do a lot of good things. Um, and uh, you know, I can't stress enough how important just the mental side of of baseball is and, and how much that can just jumpstart, you know, success. Perfect. That's a great way to put it. I love it. Good way to end it. Mm-hmm. Good advice for the kids too. Yeah. Mental side. Yeah. All right. Ty, you're the man. I appreciate yes, it. We're going to be following you. Oh yeah. We wish you the best, uh, at training in three months. You said the season starts. Yeah. February 17th. We open at uh, Winthrop. Oh yeah. Yeah. It will be snowing though. February. Yeah. Or you play inside. Uh, no, we're uh, down in South Carolina, and then we play uh, UNC. Oh, baby. Yeah, we have a two-game series against UNC. Oh, so man. that should be fun. That's a good life. Yeah. That's All right, man. You're the man. Thank you for coming in seriously. I, I, five days, and you come in here, it means a, it, that, that really means a lot. Yeah, thank you. It. Everyone listening, thank you very much. Well, we're nothing without the, the, the ears and the eyes, so we're out. Peace. Thank you. Peace. I spend my